in a world where Toku fans are easy and the wrong figure arts are released for retail. Three man children stand not quite shoulder to shoulder, with their trusty spray can at their side, united across timelines and space against the concealed, grimdark, 90s inspired hordes. Shuku and Shinobi, Dawson Rider, Jedi Maw, Aerosol. Their mission to bring you the latest Toku news in the craziest way possible. Riders, Rangers, and Rambles Season 4. If you don't listen to this show, you don't know anything about Tokusatsu. Hello, welcome to our Season 4, Episode 33. The Hunger Games! <laughs> of Christmas! Now it's Christmassy, because this is also happening during Christmas. I was gonna say, that's not even timely. <laughs> well, like last week seemed more Christmassy than they... Can, they can. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, guy, you've gifted us with such puns. It's just great. Uh, unfortunately, the others aren't as easy to work with. <laughs> but Gimes makes some really good ones. So good, in fact, I've already planned out the finale one. I can't even remember what it is. Oh yeah, I just remembered. Sorry. Anyway, one up. Oh shit. Oh, yeah, it's not ready. He's working on one of those little things where you put the shapes into the little shapes. <laughs> like uh, the I'm, I'm opening. I'm opening toys. Really, doesn't stupid gun. What is it? The square go in here, Brian. It's a triangle, but it fits into all shapes. <laughs> so it wasn't obvious. I got toys. Um, so well, obviously Christmas happened. Um, I mean nothing. Like, super crazy or anything. I got, uh... What did I get? I got Assassin's Creed 4, Lego Marvel, the stupid Megaforce game, because I wanted the promo card. Right, just take the card, chuck the game <laughs> in the trash. Thanks, Mom. I decided to play the game, and it's a port of the Kyoryuger game with Megaforce, basically Ghost Sager skinned all over it. Uh, <laughs> It sounded really funny. Uh, and <laughs> violent. They ripped off all of his face and stuck it on him. <laughs> so I'm sitting here and I hear like random cure user noises, <laughs> like the like the insertion of the Judenshi and stuff, like that, like sort of electrical sound. Yeah. And like one of the cards is the confusion card, and it's Grumanite. <laughs> and you get a fire card, and it's Alamaris, and I'm just—it makes the same sound effects as that's Alamaris and Garumanite. So you use the confusion card, and you're, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, and so it's almost I, worth it just for that. <laughs> so I'm playing it, going, kind of spot the curator sound effects. Like every time I pick up a little health capsule, I hear the like Judenshi insert sound. I'm like okay. <laughs> I'd love it if, like, some stuff squeaked by, they tried to get out. Like, you do a final attack, and it just goes, Vamala! <laughs> kids are like, what? <laughs> What's a Vamala? Uh, <sighs> that's pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, that, it's, it's a thing. It's really stupid. Um, sorry, I thought I got another game. Maybe not. I got gift cards. I'm going to go buy the um, Mario Party 3DS game. That looks fun. Um. Yeah, I got a bunch of other odds and ends. Nothing super exciting. Um, I went out shopping today and I found some more Mega Force toys. I found the cycles and the cycles, the basic weapons and the sound effects figure. But I only bought the cycles and the gun. 
That gun's awful. Don't buy it. Why'd you buy the cycles? Because I wanted to make things. Okay, I thought maybe it was because of the keys. I'm like, you know they're going to come out with key packs, right? I wanted to build things. Like, I was originally going to get the cycles because I'm like, oh, the idea of them having the seasons for the cycles is neat, but then they look like poo. Actually, poo's more detailed. <laughs> Depending on what you've eaten. That's true. <laughs> Went too far. But, um... Yeah, I, I more or less just wanted to buy things. Uh, so I got those. I, I, don't, I feel like I'm missing something. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Christmas was fun, though. Lots of food. I'm full. I think Still? I like 20 pounds. <laughs> which is a lot, considering I'm already like 5 billion and a half pounds. Damn, that's exact. Uh, but yeah, if I think of anything, I'll... Oh, shit, the Digimon toys. That's what I was forgetting. <laughs> That's I'm what I've been fu- looking for. Everyone's like, hunt for Super Mega Force. I'm like, where's Kudo motherfucking Taiki? <laughs> <laughs> so I was... Um, me and Jeff dropped Cat off at Meyer because she wanted to do the grocery shopping. So we went down to Toys R Us. I'm like, okay, it's Toys R Us. They're like, let's stop at Target. And so we went to Target and... I was looking at the Transformers. I'm like, oh, look, it's a Bumblebee I don't have. And I look down, and I just see the stupid fusion loader toy just sitting there at the bottom of the shelf. I see fucking <laughs> Mikey, <laughs> fucking Tykes, just standing there staring at me in the face. I'm like, oh, shit. So I pick it up, I look around, and they're like wedged in. There's a popcorn kernel stuck in my throat, and it really hurts. <laughs> Keep talking! <laughs> There's They're, they're kind of wedged in between the Transformers and... I'm trying to remember what was next to the the Transformers. I honestly don't remember. But they're they're wedged in this, like, tiny little box shape of pegs. Just, like, crammed in there. And there was a Transformer, like, on top of them, covering them. And I'm like, no. (laughs) So I unburied them. And I got the Digifusion figures and the the little minifigures. And the minifigures are beyond adorable. I love them. Um, a lot, and the Digi Fusion figures are actually really fun. I like the the whole buildable concept. I really dig that. Um, so I I really like them. I don't know how well the action feature figures are going to be. Those aren't out yet. As far as I know, those are the only toys that are out. But I'm keeping my eye out for more. But they're 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 cool. I like them. They're neat. I like them. It was a good episode. I liked it. Is that the gun? Sounds like space toilet is being flushed. (laughs) That was a lot of sound. (laughs) Like... (laughs) What the fuck kind of noise is that? (laughs) As part of my review, I'm going to stick it in the fan to see if it breaks as easily as a regular Gokai gun. (laughs) Uh, This toy is awful. Um, but hey, I got a Microforce Super Green Key thing. Whatever. Anyway, someone else go. Okay. Um. Let's see. Well, at the beginning of the week before Christmas, I finished off my watching movies that came out this year with Wolverine and uh, Man of Steel, both of which were pretty good. Um. And then there's Christmas. I got a bunch of DVDs and some random Doctor Who things and a coffee maker. That's fun. And uh, an Xbox One. Except it's pretty lame. It doesn't even make me pancakes. Watch. Xbox One, make pancakes. 
no fucking pancakes. I'm sitting here all day screaming at it. Maybe I should plug it in, but I still don't think it's going to do the pancakes. Um, let's see what else happened. I the other day I ordered. Uh, I found a, a really cheap uh, Makaukin on Mandarake. It was like the same price as I got that um, uh, Tatagami Lyo for. So was it that was, one that was for twenty five hundred or three thousand or? It's four thousand. Four thousand. I've seen mm-hmm. a couple cheap ones lately. I hadn't seen them in a long time, and I was thinking like I really want to close that gap. But now, I mean, they still haven't sent me a confirmation email yet. But for assuming they still have it, I all I need is to get Bragas. <laughs> And uh, go say ultimate, which I'm not quite as anxious about since I have the American one to fill in for now. But it'll be kind of nice to get the Japanese one so I can put the American one in its little go say morpher stand because the go say morpher just doesn't have anywhere to go. <laughs> um, but so I'm trying to catch up on those. Um, I don't think I ordered anything else. I've been looking for those damn Digimon toys. I was so mad when you found them because I just left a Target and I didn't check like. I took my dad for last minute shopping and we were just in there very quickly and I didn't feel like looking at the toys because I figured A, they wouldn't have anything and B, my dad follows me really closely and it's really annoying so I didn't want to be in there any longer than um, I had to be so I just left and I got home and I hop on Twitter and Brian's like, Digimon Toys! Where'd you find it? Target! Son of a bitch! And then I went back the next day and they didn't have them but still, I was frustrated. Um... I don't think anything else has happened that's interesting. Oh, I have a, it's not really that funny of a story, but uh, earlier tonight, my friend texted me like a, a couple hours ago, and he said, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, well, the podcast like usual. And he's like, oh, do you want to go to One Up, which is a bar here? And I said, well, yes, I am going to do my One Up. <laughs> Why do you ask? <laughs> I just thought it was funny. <laughs> but I, I didn't go because I really wanted to watch the community reruns before. I got here, so whenever anyone asks me to do anything, I'm like, what reruns around tonight? Most often, I can't make it. Like I said, just live less, always say no, whatever the opposite of guy. Whatever is most depressing, just pick it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that's about it. Well, since it was Christmas, I actually did get stuff. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Um... I got a couple of movies, um, a couple board games, stuff like that. Parcheesi. Uh, Shoot some ladders. <laughs> yes, I got Parcheesi. <laughs> Candyland. There's no Jum- tactic in Candyland. My Jumanji. daughter's five. Your daughter's an idiot. Your daughter is an idiot. Your daughter... Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, if you didn't tell at the beginning, as soon as you started chanting, you would know. <laughs> Um, one of the board games I got was not really a board game it's more of a card game Cards Against Humanity I still need to get that I subjected my family to and my my dad was really into it because it, it's horrid like it's like it's really offensive uh, or it's as offensive it's as offensive as you make it um and my sister, the moment she drew her first hand, immediately regretted her decision to sit down and play with us. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to play any of these cards. Some of these personally offend me. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. I got one of those uh, 50th anniversary Doctor Who novels, the uh, which are just re-releases of old novels and 
pretty color, uh, pretty covers. So I got the second Doctor novel. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I got a couple of comics, uh, Chew Volume Seven, as well as all of um, Avatar: Last Airbender: The Search, which is really good. <laughs> um, I just finished it today. It's a it's a lot of fun, and it's it pretty much fills in all of the uh, all of the questions anyone would have about uh, Zuko's mother and family. Um, like it, where she is and everything. Promise. So it, it's awesome. It, it's a really, really good addition to the series. Um, see, what else? I was just thinking of something. Um, I got a game which is like, I don't know, about 10 years old. <laughs> it's a it's a Wii remake of a PS2 game called Phantom Brave. Um which is just a tactical game, sort of like Disgaea. Um, that's about it. I can't think of everything else, but yeah, it was it was a fun Christmas. I mean, I kind of had to go home, but that's fine. That can be fun, I guess. Somebody talk. <laughs> Somebody talk. <laughs> I'm getting sad. <laughs> <laughs> I I did I did bring home a bunch of food. So that's that's I, always. I nice. love food. Yeah, <laughs> as Brian said, mouth stuffed. I have like six different kinds of cookies out there, and I love cookies and homemade beef jerky. So oh, Brian jerky. just said cookies, cookies. <laughs> you know, it was funny on Christmas Eve. One of our traditions is we go down to the shopping center because they do like this really awesome like lights display and I remember there was a Walmart in there and I ran in there just to check if they found Super Mega Force stuff there but that was when I had that tweet about asking for the Turbo Man doll because I was thinking uh, until like dinner time I really didn't have anything to do on Christmas Eve so I was thinking how funny would it be one year to just go around to a bunch of toy stores and like Targets and Walmarts when it's like really busy on Christmas Eve and like ask them all frazzled if they had a Turbo Man doll and then when they say like it doesn't exist or we don't have it, you just scream, Nobody likes booster and then run away. <laughs> and like I was like, damn, I have to do something like that one year. It'd be hilarious. Uh, I I made it a point to to watch that this season and I it didn't disappoint. <laughs> I watched it when it was on Country Network uh, a little while back. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> pretty fun. Put the cookie down now. Oh, he's so angry about the cookie. <laughs> Put the cookie down now. <laughs> oh. oh, Arnold. <laughs> I I do still just love how they tell him that the the suit will automatically mask his voice so people can't tell it's him. And I'm just like, I, I'm sorry, but he's the only Austrian man in that city. <laughs> He's the only one with an accent. <laughs> Just like Sinbad was the only black man, and he was barely black. Very <laughs> one of those ridiculous hats. Oh, good times! Bomb that radio station. <laughs> it's an actual bomb. There's some sick people in this world. <laughs> There's my homos. Speaking of sick people. <laughs> We watched uh, all three Santa Claus movies because they were on TV. Oh, yeah, those were on all the time. The I was third like, one I was, was like, so oh, strange. shit, it's Rachel. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. 
She was Mrs. Claus. No wonder she's such a bitch now. She's mad because the North Pole was gone after the power went out. <laughs> That's what happened. I liked the first two of those movies, but the third one I thought was kind of awful. That's because Martin Short was in it. It seemed really it just strange. makes everything awful. You don't like tiny Canadians? Tiny what? Canadians. Canadians. I don't like most normal Canadians. <laughs> Sorry, Canadians. Well. Oh, Kevin, we are currently in the one-ups. Hi. Uh, and it's your turn. Is it now? Yep. Well, uh, all right. Let's Everybody grab a I, snack. What done lately? Well, I murdered Dawson. Uh, Sweet. Toad's dead. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, and then I, I kicked him in his face a few times. It was fun. After I was dead? Didn't mean to stop everything. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, shit. Never mind, everything did stop. Hello? I can hear you. Okay. Can anybody else hear me? <laughs> no. Damn it! <laughs> Brian can't hear me, Aerosol! I don't know what to do without Brian. We don't exist. We don't. We're just yeah. a faint signal. Ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. Hey, who turned right. out the lights? Um. So I got uh, I got a bunch of stuff. Uh, obviously, I got a bunch of DVDs. Uh, what I got? Rocco's Modern Life, Yu-Gi-Oh. Cat dog. Yugi's modern uh, life. <laughs> Did you get more DVDs? Family Guy, Clone That's Wars. A real question. Yes, actually. More games. I think I actually got one game. AU games, two 3DS games. Uh, let's see. I got Battleshell Raph, a Legendary Morpher. Classics Rocksteady and Bebop. Those are weird games. Uh, what? Nothing. <laughs> it, it skipped around for me, so I heard. I, I heard. I got a bunch of games. Battle Shell Raph. <laughs> like, never no, I got. Play. Well, I got Sonic and Zelda for 3DS, and then I got Mario, uh, Arkham Origins, and Sonic. I think was the third game for Wii U. I don't remember. I have to go look at it and see. I just know I got three Wii U games. I forgot what the third one was. Uh, and then, let's see. I got the was it Race to Space it's Infinity set with the clear Lightning McQueen and Clear Buzz and the two power discs. I got uh, Clear Jack Sparrow. Um, I got, um, let's see. Uh, and then when I went to my dad's side of the families, that's where I got all the weird fucking gifts. I got like a cookbook, I got a set of flashlights, uh, and a couple of gift cards. Uh, 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 I don't get any fun gifts when I go over there. Last year I got a fucking purple tie. So at least it's a little better than last year. I don't need any more goddamn ties. Uh Let's see. Um, what else? I'm trying to. I don't, I don't know what else I got. I got. 
uh, two seasons of the Flintstones on DVD. Uh, and, uh, oh, I got Pokemon, uh, like a Genesect movie and Rival Destiny set one. I knew I got more stuff. Uh, there's probably more I'm missing that I forgot just because I got so many fucking DVDs, but whatever. Did they even uh, announce a Rival Destiny set two? Nope. I don't know, they have not. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, but, uh, most of my time on Christmas was spent with a small child. I'm trying to get her to unwrap her fucking presents in the morning because she would like unwrap a few of them and be like, I don't want to do anymore. Like, you got a whole fucking stack because you're fucking spoiled. Who doesn't want to open presents and, uh, on Christmas? Does she have no soul? <laughs> well, after a while, like, when we got to my mother's house and she had a big stack of presents there, she was like unwrapping everything in sight. She started unwrapping my presents. She's like, no, I unwrap it. I'm like, no, I go on. Kevin's like, like, no, it's mine. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I also got, that's what I also got. I got Power Rangers Monopoly. My sister got me Power Rangers Monopoly. And, and I got a Chewbacca ceramic uh, goblet with some like hot chocolate. And I got. Donkey Kong uh, pajama pants and a shirt that says I'm not arguing and never know the end of that just explaining <laughs> why I'm right now your challenge friends is to figure out the middle of that story I don't understand the question you fucking so- homosexual queer motherfucker neither do I <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't resist. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't resist your mom. Hmm. Anyway, uh, but yes, so I, I had a fun time uh, Christmas. I got to eat a lot, and I got to take a lot of snack junk food home, which means I'm just gonna end up getting fatter, and that's that's always a plus. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand why it's Brian's laughing at that. To be fair, Brian laughs randomly throughout the day. That's true. Brian's, Brian's a very jolly person. Uh, like Santa Claus. Uh, uh, I think I'm done. I don't know anymore. I just want to see da- I just want to see Dawson thrown into the back of a garbage truck. I had to watch Three Small Children a few days ago. And they were, uh, they were completely like, uh, uh, what is it? Occupied, I guess is the word, by my Armada Transformers. I guess they like playing with bricks. And I guess they like playing with shitty toys. Well, you know, the thing is, though, is that it's, it was Kaylee and then her cousin and his stepsister. And all of his Transformers, uh, her cousin as Transformers, are all from, like, McDonald's. So they don't transform. So he, he was just impressed by the fact that my thing's transformed at all. Uh, and, and I'm just sitting there like, yeah, he's like, do you just transform them like they're Transformers? <laughs> he's like, well, mine all come from McDonald's, so they don't do anything. I'm like, oh. I'm sorry. That's um, unfortunate. I know, right? So, uh, and then we watched Turtles Forever, and 
this is this, he was really fucking confused. He's like, why are there eight turtles? Why are there two splinters? And I explained it to him. And he couldn't figure out who Hun was. I had to explain to him who Hun was and why the Krang weren't there. Like there was one dude named Krang, but it wasn't like the Krang. And yeah. So that was fun. Uh, I'm trying to figure out why the fuck YouTube won't upload my video. Because it's YouTube? Like, I don't think it should take, like, the number's just going up. It's like 400 minutes to upload fucking Medusa. I've been trying for two days now to upload this motherfucker. 400 minutes? It was at 2,000 yesterday. It's a lot of minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Unlimited minutes. It's Genesis Driver. <laughs> it didn't sound anything like you're squawking, Brian. Brian, did you get any of the shit that Dalami put up last night? Dalami didn't put up anything. They put up oh, they put up, put up Shin Zangetsu's uh, arms change. That was the only thing they put up, and I missed it. Uh, I just saw those pages go up, and I was like, "Motherfucker." I didn't know if they actually put any of it up or not. I also know that you're homosexual. And I'm okay with that. I respect your life choices, just like Susan. So how about them nudes? I'm very nude right now. I know, right? Both he and Clara were nude the whole time. It was hilarious. They're going to church. It's great. This is true. Um, you're a whore, Brian. So Tokyo is being made by the Shinkanji people, apparently. And the writers of Samurai. Yeah. The same people. So Kobayashi is writing again, and... We should all hate that. Given the fact that I liked O's and loved Go Busters, I am excited. No, we should all hate it. Didn't you see that the reactions? We should all hate the fact that Keith Justice is excited. Keith Justice is a fuck. How, how very honest of you. <laughs> Didn't expect us to be that boldly honest on this show. I would have never, so never expected that from us. No way. Um, so yeah, that that's a thing. There's a bunch of new Tokyo scans, and the suits look a lot better, I think. I really like that their little train tracks and their helmets are shiny. There, I said my thing. Yeah. <laughs> But they still aren't the greatest looking things, but the sort of clearer pictures and like official website shots and stuff do make them look a little bit better than like the blurry pics. The the Megazord looks a little bit better in the suit. It still looks like ridiculous. Um but it looks a little bit better in suit than it does in toy. Yeah, the the suit don't doesn't look that awful. Oh for Tokyo? It it benefits by being a little bit rounder and less giant square. That sounds dirty. Um, but yeah, yeah, it definitely looks better. What there's the the problem is is that the legs look so far apart on the toy. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, really not a problem for Kevin. It's not, especially when it's Thompson's mother's legs, but you know. God. Those are always apart. But uh but yeah, it's it's pretty weird. Oh well. But yeah, I'm I don't want to say optimistic about the show, but it a lot of it's warmed up to me at this point, and it looks like it's in a fairly solid staff, so 
as long as they're not like super influenced and like, oh, I needs to be stupid and retarded, then I, I think it'll probably end up turning out okay. But yeah, yeah, let's do this. We shall see. So now it's time for your mother's a whore time. That's the fact. No, that's that's a later segment. Uh, I didn't know superhero that. time. Your Gime Beat writers On stage Kicking ass In a forest I don't know That, that sounded fun uh, Are there other things we do in this segment? I don't even know anymore No I think anything else we would do isn't part of the superhero time block That's what, that's what I meant I'm saying The superhero time block only consists of two shows Yeah Because even if we decided we were talking about Ginga again or or Bad Garo or that other show that's Alright anyway, just stop talking because I got leave tired it, of leave it above talk five seconds in. Could I talk uh, the longest? <laughs> okay. So we're on episode forty two of Cooper Boobers and it picks up right where I assume Aerosol left off last week. Yep. Where they're all fighting the giant Deboth. And they're all like, No, we're getting our ass kicked and uh so that happens, and then Red and Gold are heading out with uh, Red's dad, and he's like, hey, I need some of those big white bandages to show that I'm hurt. And he's like, oh, look, I have some of those in my kit. Here, hold on, let me get them for you. And so they're making him look injured. And uh, uh, let's see, that thing's happened. Uh, the, the other Santa monsters are like, we got to regroup and join up together to be times 345 because we do bad math. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so they do that, uh, and uh, Ankidon comes to go help uh, Raiden. Uh, what the fuck's it called? Uh, Raiden uh, Western. Oh, there we go. No, yeah. Ankidon goes. What? Ankidon uh, goes to help Kyrujin, and they can make Macho, and they kill it. Uh, Spino Dio runs in and like, like forces itself into being Spino Dio Western. Uh, and, uh, they kill that one, and then, uh, Boonpaki eventually shows up to go make Plezuo Boonpaki, and they kill that one. Uh, and Giga Brachio kills its. So all those happen, uh, while Red's hiding out, and then, uh, they get attacked by the monster, as well as Dogold and Candelilla and, and Igallon and, uh, Lucky, except Candelera and Lucky are just like we want to sit on the floor and just kind of do nothing. We're we're kind of bumming it this week. Uh, it's Christmas. We just don't want to feel like doing any work. And so I Gallon's fighting against Gold along with the monster, and Dogold's like, I'm gonna go fuck shit up with Red because he wants to take over Red's dad. Uh, Uchi gets his changer frozen, uh, and uh, Doug Lego's dad has to like beat up on. Dogold, who, like, throws his face at him, but he can't take him over. Um, and uh, Dogold leaves. I forgot why he left. I just watched this five minutes ago, but I was, like, half in and out. I just remember something about Torin showing up, and they're, uh, Red and his dad with Torin, and it's like, he is king. And they're like, why are you king? And he's like, well... We were walking around one day, and this golden light just enveloped your dad. And he was like, whoa. And 
the, the earth chose him to hear its melody and so he is the king and then he so he left you and then he was like i'm gonna go walk around for a while you go do dinosaur things he's like oh, okay daddy and then but then your friends called you king but i can't call you king because he is king i'm like whatever you're just stupid Meanwhile, the other four Kyrujas show up to go help Uchi, and they Alomaris his frozen changer, and he's like, "Yay, I can dance around in a circle again!" And uh, so they transform and beat up on the monster. Uh, they all meet up again, only to find out that uh, Endor is like uh, Endor is inside. Uh, uh, the fuck is his name? Jogold, uh, Yoyoi, and the what's his name Ramirez and Tessai show up uh they do a big old fight they do a maximum 10 Judenchi attack with Carnival and uh they smack the fuck out of Dogold Endor breaks out and is like haha this was on my plan you fucking douchebag I told you I was gonna get your ass back for trying to take me over fuck you you piece of shit armor and he's like that's uncalled for my feelings are hurt now and he's gonna like smash his face or something and Candelilla and Igalon are like no yeah, not cool bro not cool uh Endor says something about Candelilla being the strongest one of them all or something I don't know how that works uh I guess cause love or something I don't, whatever uh so they go um, back to their bad guy base thing while the monster goes giant just simply because Endor's really, really pissed off. Uh, like, let's get in our big dinosaurs. Like, okay, so they make Gigant, Hiroyujin, Plezuo, Bumpaki, and Turaideno, Ankidon. Uh, through a series of massive attacks, they kill the monster. Uh, they get all the Christmas letters to Santa that the monster's stolen. Like, oh shit, the kids can't get their Christmas presents. What are we going to do? And they're like, I know. Let's all dress up as Santa Claus and some fucking reindeer and deliver presents and all that, whatever. So they do that. And they're like, yay, Christmas time. And his dad, and he's like, I'm going to go leave now and do my final thingies. And we're like, oh, okay. And it ends. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, but right before it ended, Dogo got, got scolded by Chaos. Who glowed green for a while. That was weird. Oh, well. He does that. He does that from time to time. It's something he ate, I think. Uh, and uh, so that was fun. Uh, Endor's back, uh, but we saw magazine scans of that. So we knew that was coming. But uh, it was fun, I guess. We had, you know, the ten of them fighting and doing their thing. I like how they're able to do stuff like that, like to actually make use of all ten of them. Mm-hmm. And have them like split up and make different combinations with their Juden Ryu, as opposed to they do a lot of times. Particularly now, do the Gigant Kyoryujin, but they're doing like you know the Tridino uh, Akidon. We had Spino Diostern. Like they just keep combining them uh, in different ways and partnering them up. And uh, Ramirez and Tessai are actually getting into. The action and doing things along with you know Yayoi and Torin and you know they, they all just get it's pretty cool they all get in there and, and get to do stuff so uh I mean I'm enjoying the show I liked it 
I want to see where they're going with the bad guys because I know we saw scans of like new villains or something. So I want to see what they're doing with that. But uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty fun. Uh, the part at the end was weird where they're all Santa Clauses and like delivering <laughs> gifts and shit. But whatever. And uh, I I like how the, the key to victory is Agidam, Boonpaki, and Tobaspino. They were the only ones to beat the Dayboth like by themselves, and then once each of them showed up to each respective fight, they magically <laughs> they won. Kill it. <laughs> yep, Maybe that's how it works. Uh, you, you need you need Ramirez to win. That's that's pretty much okay. Got yeah. it. Um. No, I really enjoyed it. It it did so much for basically this. Excuse me, the end game plot, and it, it's kind of interesting because you watch this episode with the knowledge of those previous scans about Daigo's dad doing some crazy ass shit. Yeah, and you're sitting here go- watching like he, just his personality going. Well, there's no way he can do that. So, like, there's either he's being controlled or, like, it's just a scheme to get in, to get, like, get in the ranks and stuff. Um, so it, it's hard to say. And Dawson's back. Mm, I've been here, just quiet. Um, yeah, but I can hear myself, so I know you're back. I can hear you too, so I know I'm back. Yay! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that threw me for a little bit, so who knows what's going to happen there. But. I think he's infiltrating, because didn't he tell Tor and I have something else I have to do now? Yeah, he's he, probably said, infiltrating. he said something like, it's the last stage of my plan or something. I have something else to do. Stab you, and then he shanks him and takes his Gigab revolver, and then Chenix is like, yay, yay! <laughs> Sorry, that was Chenix from today. Stupid 10-bat. Sounded like a turkey. I hate all this. I thought he was deep throating Psycho's uh, <laughs> dad. Oh God! <laughs> Sorry, I want to do that. That sounds like fun. What you were going for? That picture. Oh wow! That sounds like fun. Let's do that. Uh, so I mean, I can't stress enough how excellent the show is. Like, it, this was—it was a great episode with a lot of really awesome fights and plot progression on the villain side it's it's great to have interesting villains for like two years in a row yeah it, it's funny because they didn't start that way like they really weren't that interesting at the beginning and then as the season progressed they got progressively more interesting well they got progressive so. they, they, <laughs> they contacted Flo they, they got their insurance <laughs> uh, even with uh, like Candelaria and Lucky Row it's it's nice to see that they have changed. Like, yeah. now they're sort of off on the side, like, eh, I don't really want to fight anymore. <laughs> this will be an evil thing. Meh. It did seem kind of weird, uh, the explanation about Indigo's dad being king. Like, he walked one day and the earth opened up and said, you king. <laughs> <laughs> and he was carrying Jesus at the time, a.k.a. Daigo. Because Daigo uh, takes over the entire show. The show is only about him. There's uh, no other fucking stupid show. Stupid Daigo. He saved money on his car insurance by switching to Daigo. I want to save money by switching to Daigo. That could have been a... That could have been an episode title. Damn! <laughs> right there. 
Uh, wasted in the summaries or the discussions, rather. Oh, look, a power axe. Uh, but yeah, I I enjoyed the episode. I really don't have too much to say about it. We're we're starting the end game for the series, so it's it's all pretty exciting. Uh, like you guys already covered. I mean, um, I'm interested in seeing what Daigo's dad is up to. Like exactly what he's got planned. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love how all these deadbeat dads get an excuse for, like, abandoning their kids because they're off doing something heroic. Like, in the episode, didn't I go to say, oh, it's okay. No, you're off doing mystical shit or whatever. Wearing the same clothes that you wore when I was a baby. Walking around, you know. Stuff. Things. All these missing parents. Stupid parents. Still people, so... So, Gaim Time? I love Gaim Time. Gaim Time Live. Uh, anyway. So, <laughs> um, uh, the rules of the game made up last time are pretty much thrown out the window when everyone starts fighting each other. Like, hey guys, you know what would be way funner? Let's just start fighting. That was Bravo. You <laughs> <laughs> would talk like that. Uh, so they start fighting each other, and Zangetsu's heading in there girl. to stop them. And he starts with Greedon after he finds him on his own, and he defeats him and gets him dragged out. Um, and uh, Baron and Bravo are fighting, and Zangetsu interrupts that. And uh, what's his name? Ba- Bravo, who I just said, starts dropping his leg and like freaking out. Uh, <laughs> and Kota's uh, following uh, the people dragging Greedon off to their little tent base, and he steals a suit and starts watching all the fights on the monitors, and here's the employees talking about how they're guinea pigs. Um, Zangetsu defeats Baron and Bravo, and they get dragged off, and then he finally faces off against uh, Ryugen um, when the base comes under attack uh, at the same time, and what's his name? Gaim starts defending it. Um, Zangetsu hears about the base being attacked, so he stops fighting with Ryugen and tries to leave, but Kurokage is being really annoying, so he just like kills his driver by mistake. Um, so he gets sent out. Uh, Gaim's defending the camp, and then he gets followed in, or they get pushed into the uh, the base, and he has to fight them with his weak arms on the roof. And everybody thought it was Angetsu, but it wasn't. Bum, bum, bum. Um, and then it ends with some Christmas dancing and a narration by Future Ted. Kids, in the winter of 2013, I was an armored rider. And then it ends. I, just, I felt like commenting on that, because was that the first narration we've gotten that was kind of like. Over? Yes. Head, yeah, that's what I thought. That was like from the future. Um, from I, the future. I really SPD Omega. Uh, there was a lot going on. It was uh, interesting seeing all the different writers fighting and everybody there at once, and uh, the different conflicts. And Zangetsu pretty much just owning everyone and <laughs> accidentally destroying Kurokage's belt. He's like, ah, damn hell! <laughs> like he's upset by it, and uh, and guy sort of. Our coach, since I got his name right this time, uh, just getting to see um, a little bit of what's going on and them being observed and whatnot. And I don't know, it was just really interesting. And I've said it before, but I really like the way that this series kind of has an ongoing mystery. Like, things in Wizard and even in Forza, I was curious about, but I haven't really been this curious about the mythology and the, the questions set up for like quite a long time. And I'm glad we kind of have that again. And I like that we're slowly discovering things. And um, just as interesting hearing that narration at the end, which kind of echoes a lot of what um, white-haired Mai said to them at the beginning of 
like their path is set in stone and it sounds kind of depressing <laughs> um yeah, I, I agree completely with Dawson <laughs> I I enjoy what they're what they're doing with this whole um what feels like the end to a, like the first chapter of this mm. series yeah. um I like that they because I I saw a couple of people on Twitter today and someone posted on I think Ranger Board or somewhere that a magazine mentioned that the uh like this was the end of the first big arc of Gaim and that they actually like titled it something like <laughs> the tale of the Loxy seller or something like that um but I, I like that I like that they they actually have this these slow glow slow glowing yeah that's what I'm trying to say slow growing arcs that are are much longer than just two episodes apiece but they're you know this we had this nice 11 episode build up to kind of lay the groundwork for this series and uh, kind of put everything out you know we have we finally have kind of everything in place the setting the heroes the villains you know all the side characters it's it's all nicely laid out now and it's you know now we can kind of shift into the next big portion of the series uh i like how they've they've set it up so far it's it's really interesting i think it's interesting that none of the other writers really found out that there was something larger going on, really. Like, I thought that was going to happen, and they just saw it and got and they're like, oh, boy, another writer! Get him! <laughs> and, like, and then they got knocked out, and they didn't really get to see the, the, like, the scientist dudes or the camp or really get on any of the conspiracy. They still just think it's a game. Well, uh, I, I don't know, because it depends on whether or not the people went back in to get um the others because they, they dragged out Greedon I thought so they, I, I thought imagine he's there. probably going to find out something when he wakes up maybe um, well, no, uh, they, then they tell like and then Takatoro was like hey come get this this uh <laughs> this, this fucking pine cone guy because I'll fucking destroy his belt by accident you might want to come get him <laughs> like, he was being fucking annoying so I just stabbed him <laughs> Like, leave me the fuck alone. He's like, I gotta go. And he's like, Case my pine cone, motherfucker. He's like, God damn it, I don't have time for this. <laughs> my associates are under attack. I don't have time for your flamboyant conery. I, uh, I do like how Zengetsu just kept getting interrupted. Which, are you guys serious? You see what they do? They just fuck my day up. <laughs> <laughs> fuck my day up. <laughs> Uh, I don't have time for you. I do. Charges in. I like how at the end when Zangetsu find out, Ga- found out Gaim defended their base, he was like, man, my base was defended by a street youth. He's <laughs> <laughs> so like fucking Aladdin protected him or something. Like. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. We ate. <laughs> it was such a good episode. I was so happy. Uh, and I like this whole arc system. Um, yeah. I mean, Ryder always kind of follows, like, arcs, but it wasn't as prevalent as it is right now. And it, it reminded me a lot of kind of, like, anime and manga sc- storytelling. And yeah. so, I mean, this ended. We had this, like, narration. Like, oh, our lives are going to turn to shit pretty fast. And... <laughs> 
<laughs> and so I, I mean, I like the way that it was presented, and it, it answered a lot of questions and then raised more. And yeah. that that means it's good. Yeah, that's what I really like is that we know so little, and like I said, I haven't felt that sense of curiosity so much since like the the older series where you would watch and you would just kind of slowly learn about everything, and you really didn't have very many answers. Like I, I just I'm enjoying this show so much. Like uh, I didn't realize how so much fun I'd have where most of the fight sequences aren't writer versus monster; it's writer versus writer. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, you know, they have that when, okay, secondary writer comes in and they have, like, oh, look, Meteor's going to fight look, with Look, you're Jose. new, let's fight. Yeah, like, oh, you're new, let's fight for no fucking reason other than because you're new. And, but this is kind of, <laughs> like, but this is kind of different. And it's it's really fun to just watch, you know, Bravo being all, like, I'm a- <laughs> Just want to like ride your big melon ass around and like, can you please stop? It was perfect to come back on. And uh, I don't understand what's laughing, but uh, but yeah, like it, you know, it's just it's just pretty neat. I want I want to see what they do with uh, the Kurokage guy now. He's gonna be troopers. Royal Troopers. Well, no, I know they're making the Troopers, but like what he himself is doing, maybe they're going to make him be Cherry. Hey, um, I do like how in this episode he's like, I'm not going to become a mook. (laughs) Next episode, uh, a whole bunch of Kurokagis running around just foot soldiers. I I didn't even put that together. That's hysterical. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to become a mook. I love how, and then Michi's sitting there like, could this really be my brother? Could it be my brother? Ten seconds later, like, like this is Kurishima. He's like, I just got to get him to reveal his identity. Says his name out loud. Yep, that's him. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, got it. (laughs) Um, I I do want to mention. I like the scene where uh, Koda is sort of infiltrating their little base. Um, because the beginning portion of it's so lighthearted because he's got that goofy grin on his face yeah. whenever he does something like that. He's like, I um, just started here and they're just going to stare at him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like how sudden it turns once he kind of hears them talking about them and sort of the almost inhuman way they're sort of addressing this whole situation. Like, they're yeah. they're all just guinea pigs. They're just test subjects and stuff like that. And, like they just don't um, give a shit about these kids. They just want to use them for their own purposes. I and they don't feel the they don't feel the least bit bad about it either. I especially like the line where um, one of them are asking him for help, and he's like, "Oh, now you want uh, now you want one of your guinea pigs to help you." <laughs> and he's like calling them a hypocrite too. I I like that. I like how he's. He's his initial, you know, response to that is um, anger. It's it, it's he's not happy with the fact that they did this. He's not. It's like you guys, you guys have been running tests on this. No, I'm not going to save you. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I like how he had to think about it for a minute. Like there was a legitimate pause, and then he was like, "Man, I guess." I like how he got serious with Sid at the very end, too. He was like, I don't want to see you or your damn bowler hat in my town ever again. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about him uh, 
about him. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. No, but like nobody else really base camp or anything else. So that also would help to provide some, like, I guess, conflict type. Because if no one else has seen the base camp, he has no way to prove to, the, to like, Baron or to anyone that, oh, yeah, uh, this is all just an experiment we're being used by Drassel. So he's going to have to try and find a way to convince them of what's going on. You should Instagram that joint. <laughs> <laughs> just take a picture of the the monitors, like put a, like a shade over it, and put hashtag, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> just getting a G to tweet it out. Hashtag, what the fuck? Hashtag, beat rider. Hashtag, armored rider. Hashtag, sad face. <laughs> Hashtag, forever pickmons. Hashtag, Dawson likes giant penises in his ass. What That's if, what if um, Bravo becomes the cherry guy? <laughs> that would be weird. Like, I, I was just thinking of people that we know. I feel like if it was someone unknown, we would have found out in the magazine scans. Yeah, like, like, they, yeah, like, like, like they wouldn't be hiding it. So I'm, I'm kind of running through characters we established, and I think the only one that, like, they would be willing to hire would be either Michi, which I don't see happening for some reason, and, or, or Bravo, because he's strong and militant. What would happen to Bravo's stuff, though? Because it's all locked on to him. Like, you well, can't we know switch that drivers. He, we know that, that he's going to fight uh, Gaiman Baron. So if he gets defeated, he could get picked up by Takator and go, yo, be my cherry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just picturing him being pushed into a limousine. Takator puts his arm around him. Yo, be my cherry. Tosses the lock to his, yo, yo, pop my cherry. And the rest is history. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's either one of the two people. I mean, because you know they're taking the other guy back to base to do shit to him, probably give him an anal probe or something. So, that's we'll see. But yeah, I mean, if it was somebody unknown, they would have told us they wouldn't hide it like that. Just a random thought. Yeah, they always hide it when it's somebody you already know. Like when they were hiding that Kyoyu Silver was torn. Yeah. Like if it was someone else, they'd have shown it to you like right away. That about all. That's about all. That's about all. <laughs> oh, well, that's still a thing. I know. <laughs> that's been around forever. Uh. Alright, so now it's time for Ramble, Ramble, Ramble time. Uh, I We'll start with Doctor Who since... Kevin, did you watch it yet? Uh, nope. Okay, so it doesn't Let's really matter get, what order we go in. Let's get Damball out of the way first. Okay. I didn't know there was Damball, so I didn't oh. watch it. You guys can go ahead, though. Right. This is where I usually rely on Aerosol to tell me what happened. <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, if, like we predicted last week, or yeah, we, they, they weren't dead, uh, thanks to not Alfred. Uh, he didn't put real gas in their pods. Not Alfred? S- yeah. I don't know. Forget his name. It's Big Nose. Uh, I always forget his name. Um, I, I forget most of their names. There's way too many. Oh, there we go. Because he was like, Ayabe! Ayabe! Yeah. 
Um, but I thought that when that was revealed that uh, maybe, uh, what's his name? Celity was going to say something like, I just wanted to appear, uh, it to appear that way um, to give him shock. But no, he really wanted to kill him. It was just um, Ayabe putting, you know, a sleepy gas in there instead. And then he got shot with a gun from Galaxy Quest. <laughs> <laughs> he was I, just like, I like how he got shot. And there's, there's no blood. There's no wound or anything. He just kind of falls over. It reminds me of the when when they do the Dragon Ball uh, dub and they don't show any of the blood and they just color it in black. <laughs> like uh, the scene, I actually it was not too long ago that I saw it on one of the reruns of Kai when Yancha got stabbed by Android Twenty, and they didn't show him getting stabbed, and you just see him on the ground with like this charcoal mark on his stomach. <laughs> Um, but anyway, that happened. Um, what's her name was going in to get her dad. She got him out. Second world started cracking. Uh, Senna's freaking the fuck out and he's doing some speed battles with, um, Phantom's cast off form and then cast off defeated, uh, Garuzion. Um, and then he's, Celity got kicked into the water. <laughs> He didn't get kicked. How did that get that tube fell on him. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was like, I am so... He oh. was <laughs> like, I'll destroy... <laughs> oh, man. And then he fell into the water, and I was so happy. I was like, oh, the little bitch got what he deserved. <laughs> and then he jumps out of the water. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what really frustrated me is that Senna is, sac- or is risking himself with that you know, overload or whatever, and he's sitting there just staring at Phantom or whatever it's called now, and he's like, "It's not doing anything." I'm like, "Just kill him!" <laughs> he's like, "I don't know. We gotta make it a fair fight, man." And like, he's sitting there with his eyes all crazy. It's like, just stab him. I'm like, granted, if he did that, there wouldn't be more episodes. But just logically, it doesn't make sense. I mean, his enemy has stopped completely. Um, but yeah, didn't somebody else do something like a sacrifice in this episode? Oh yeah. Because uh, the butler, Ayabe's um, guy, <laughs> sacrificed himself like right before it was revealed that you didn't die. I didn't die either. Didn't he have... He had the one with the hammer. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Orvain? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was a pretty uh, solid episode. Uh there's they have some really epic fights. Two more episodes. And then it's over forever? Yep. No more Danball Wars double. <laughs> Which they just travel on a plane around the world. <laughs> doing stuff. Going on vacations. Go to country A. Go, go to cosplay tournaments randomly. One of the only two filler arcs they ever had. I'm just upset that the Owl Sentai people didn't show up in the series. They didn't get annoying at all. <laughs> Um, but they, it was some pretty epic fights in this one. They have some really like awesome music that goes up, and the fights are really fast and pretty awesome. So yeah, Kaido Jin was in it. He just reacted to stuff. Like that's all he's done the whole series is just react. Hair nets. <laughs> all right. So now Doctor Who. Kevin, spoiler alert, he regenerated. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, he sneezed and became Pierre Capaldi. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, so, where, how should we start? Should we start with Christmas? <laughs> Christmas. 
It's Christmas, and they're all going to Clara's naked. <laughs> so I'm the only one that can see that you have clothes on. Yes, that's why there was so much tension. <laughs> that's why it was so awkward when he said anyone for Twister. <laughs> Are we playing Twister now? Okay, uh, Grammy. I so, I <laughs> okay. No, I, I just wanted to mention I was watching this with my friend. Oh my God! No way. Yeah, you have friends. <laughs> I wish I did. I just have coworkers. But uh, we we were kind of confused at what a uh, what they were referring to by crackers. <laughs> and we we later, you know, figured out. Oh, it's it cracks. It pops. <laughs> and we're just like British Christmas is weird. <laughs> <laughs> they got paper hats and crackers and whatever because I couldn't figure out why you were writing on crackers if you're just going to eat them <laughs> why are my crackers telling me jokes doesn't make sense <laughs> or maybe they just thought meant really funny white people we don't know <laughs> I couldn't remember uh, was the end of time also a Christmas special no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Just because I was thinking, uh, when I was thinking about that, the Christmas element of it just seemed like it was there just because it had to be the Christmas special. Uh, like, yeah, pretty much. Like, like last year, sure, we had the introduction of the companion, but it still sort of felt Christmas specially. Where this one was just, they kind of had to have the Christmas special, but like the main focus was on. Uh, Eleven's final story so I was just trying to remember if the end of time was and I guess it was but I don't remember that many elements of it being very Christmassy so I guess they faced a similar situation twice but it just felt more put on here for some reason like not like it was a huge deal but you know you just had the scene at the beginning and they just decided to name the town Christmas and then give that sort of like Christmas story like narration to it and then called it a day um, but I just wanted to comment on that first since you said Christmas to start with. Um, they referenced the fact that he was wearing a wig. I loved that. <laughs> uh, I feel like there was a part of me that kind of knew they w- were going to do something with that. Because <laughs> um, that, that is pretty funny. <laughs> he just got bored one day. Um, trying to think how was it start? Because there's quite a bit of things I want to talk about. Just all sit in silence. That way, we'll just stop <laughs> everything from happening, just well, like he did. We'll honor I, the plot by staying silent. So good. I, I guess to start off, I'll, I'll say that I did enjoy the special. Yes. Yeah, um, I I really didn't pay too much attention to stuff going into this, so I, I really wasn't keeping up with any episode summaries or anything like that. I saw a couple of promotional images, and they all seemed pretty hokey. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was glad that. It wasn't. Um, it felt like just kind of a normalish episode. Um, I did see a couple of people on Twitter, and I do agree to a certain extent, saying that there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, I guess, tension. There wasn't a whole lot of like weight to the whole thing, with the yeah. exception of his final few minutes, where you know there's obviously weight to it when he's just about to regenerate, but. Um, which I, I do kind of agree to a certain extent. Um, 
I will also say that uh, Dawson said this yesterday when we were talking about it in private, but uh, or at least I think he said it. <laughs> um, Who knows? That it felt like it could have used maybe the runtime that yeah Day of the Doctor had. Yeah, it would have been nice, um, especially considering the whole Trenzalore thing is something we've heard about since I think it was the end of Series 6. I don't remember if they mentioned it before, but that's the first time I remember them mentioning it. Um, and yeah, I can agree with that, that the whole situation, I mean, while obviously essentially it was perceived to be very serious, it didn't feel as dire. And he just kind of sat there and babysat the town for a bit. Um, and it felt kind of strange that uh, when they talked about the Time Lords talking through the crack, that he was like, but Gallifrey's gone. It seemed He seemed so dismissive of it, which just seemed so weird, because like the feel I got at the end of Day of the Doctor was that his new goal was to sort of go out there and try to find a way to bring his people back. And then now he's just kind of like, oh, I'm naked, and these people don't exist. <laughs> so it just seemed kind of strange. It's like He's like, it couldn't be them, they're gone. And Clara's like, hey, but remember last week they were alive? And he's like, do you really think so? <laughs> well, he he did mention that he... He knew his planet when he saw it, and it it yeah, obviously it's... wasn't Gallifrey. So this is the best character, Cyber Wilson. <laughs> Good old handles. I love handles. <laughs> I want them to make a replica of him. Um, you know, when at the very beginning of the episode, when he told him to remind him to phase the phone through the door at a random time, I honestly thought that that was going to happen after he regenerated for some reason. <laughs> But it tried to happen when he died. When he died. <laughs> My voice cracked from the emotion. It was so sad. Um, but yeah, other than that, I thought that the plot itself of like him staying there and like growing older was very interesting, but also kind of weird at the same time. Like I didn't expect that. Him to just keep getting older. I felt like I was watching Benjamin Button and um it was well, very strange. <laughs> can I interject something real quick? No. <laughs> well, okay. You whore! How does Time Lord aging work? Because it seems wanna... really convoluted. It's really slow. Yeah, because he does age, obviously. But I, I guess it's really there slow. was there was times where he was gone for hundreds, hundreds of, years. of years and didn't age at all, and now three hundred years pass and he aged quite a bit. Was it only three hundred? Oh yeah, it was. That that yeah. first part was three hundred. I lost count of how many it was when he became maybe moderately he like, looking like the first doctor but maybe he had a lot of uh, like wrinkle creams on the TARDIS okay. and like he was just away from them there's also the idea that uh, stuff like war and battle and stuff like that Ages does you. tend to age your body quicker I guess is there any <laughs> I thought about what if like being on the TARDIS sort of helps preserve him a little bit better being around all that time energy that could also do it i mean he is a time traveler he does bounce around a lot so yeah. um kind of taking that slower path of only being stuck in one place would probably For 45 minutes at a time <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's i liked the idea behind it it just it kind of gave it a, a bit of a weird vibe at times um, and I really liked, like, Doctor Who has never been a, a perfect show with, like, mythology that all makes sense. And But I, I thought they, they tied together 
things pretty well. I thought it was interesting you kind of find out that this was like the central point from where all those attempts on him from the past few series have come. And yeah. really, really, it was kind of clever because you first heard about the silence in uh, series five at the very beginning when you just really had a phrase and then it would stretch all the way to the end. I know I saw some people talking about like, did he really plan that? And I think that he did plan it. I don't think if he necessarily knew that if if it was going to be just a, a climactic story or whether it was going to be the regeneration or whether he would always plan Trenzalore and to lead his regeneration. He just didn't know when it would be. But given the fact that a lot of these elements have been mentioned so long, I think he did pretty much plan it to come out to something. I just don't think he knew when he would have to do it. <laughs> well, I, I know for a long time there was always uh, just kind of the question of what, what exactly is the silence? Because it seems like it's, it's an event, but at the same time, you know, you have this race that calls himself the Silence, but you also have this cult that says they're the Silence. Um, and then, you know, we finally find out uh, it's it's all three. You know, these people are part of this religion that worships the Silence because they they do not want war to have yeah. to to happen. Um, so I, I enjoy that, and I enjoy that. Well. <laughs> It was kind of a quick line, so if you if you missed it, it, it probably went like right over your head because they uh, they were firing out stuff pretty quickly sometimes. Yeah, about how like the ones that were actually trying to kill him were actually this uh, this rogue subsect that kind of broke off from the church to try to stop him from getting there in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like the Forever Knights when they have to come up with explanations for all the different writers that wrote for them. Yeah, they just split up. One of them was Team Dwayne McDuffie. One of them was Team Man of Action. Um, but, yeah, because uh, they were that whole scene where he's like, they sent someone to kill you. He's like, totes married her. <laughs> and the that order, the, 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 the rogue group, the ones that we've seen in A Good Man Goes to War and stuff. Men in Black. Um they're they're the ones that blew up TARDIS, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I like also how I thought that was a pretty clever use of the the crack, um, and having like it's still sort of having damage, and like that's the way that the Time Lords could sort of peer through to our universe. I thought that was, I thought it made relative sense, and I thought it was a really nice sort of callback to his first plot. Like when he turned the corner and he saw the crack, I was like, Achis. <laughs> Prisoner Zero has escaped. Uh, sorry, even, go ahead. Didn't he mention, because he was talking about how it's sort of a, conti- a contingency plan for the Time Lords so that they could escape. Uh, uh, unless I'm wrong, did he mention the Master and how the yeah, same said, thing sort of happened in End of Time? Yeah, he, he, he mentioned that. It was a really quick line. Like He spoke yeah. really fast because I, like, I had to like see it again because I just heard the words, the Master. <laughs> Um, yeah, he, he mentioned that, like, right when they, they found the crack. It sounds really dirty for some reason. I keep mentioning it. Um, I found your mom's crack. But I thought, overall, even Blood though it, the, in terms of the actual conflict at Translore was a bit anticlimactic, I thought it tied together pretty well. And I think he, the, they did a pretty good job of sort of making all of Eleven's story this sort of fairly continuous thing. Um. Uh, Speaking speaking of the crack, uh, <laughs> that's what they call it in game. See, it all ties together. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, 
I did I did like our little line about you know his his name his name is the doctor. Yeah. He needs no other name. Yeah, I like that too. Mostly uh, because I <laughs> I was wondering how they were going to tackle that because the doctor's name is one of those things where they're really never going to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was wondering they did, how it they would just sort everyone of off. get around that, like whether or not it would be Pretty a sort much. of cop-out or something, but I did end up kind of enjoying it. You know, he's he's just the doctor. You know, yeah. he doesn't have to be anything else. That's what he is. It's one of those things that they could never do because whatever they tell you is not going to be as grand as you imagine it. Yeah, like his name is Roy. <laughs> it's a stupid name. Doctor Who is ruined. Oh. His name's Cornelius. Not even Topanga knows about that. <laughs> that. That does remind me of when they first got into the town of Christmas, and it has the truth field up so they can't oh, lie. Yeah. And I'm wearing a wig. He's like t- uh, talking to, before they approach people, he's talking to Clara, and he's like trying to get their stories straight. And the moment he gets up to him, he's like, hello, I'm the doctor. I'm not, I'm like 1,200 years old. I'm a time lord. <laughs> he's like, I stole the TARDIS. I've been running with it ever since. And I like to flaunt the fact that my people were this grandiose race. <laughs> just like, oh, he just like spills his, like basically the entire plot of the show. Right and then like ended, ended it with, I'm wearing a wig. <laughs> and then he said it again later. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, what did you guys think of uh, how he got the new regeneration cycles? Works for me. That about sums it up. <laughs> I mean, I figured that was going to happen. I mean, it was yeah. the only real way they could have did it. It It is sort of one of those last-minute save kind of thing. Yeah. But I'm not... I'm not going to sit here and be like, I hate this show because of that, you know. Because they kind of had to fix what it. it is. But you should, because that's the proper fan reaction to have. <laughs> um, Apparently it is now. Like, when, uh, after she gave that speech to them through the crack and she came out and was kind of watching the doctor face off with the Daleks and they're like, you have no backup or reinforcements or anything like that. I kept waiting for like the Time Lord ships to come in or something. Like I thought that was going to be there, them to come in and then give them the regenerations. I didn't know they were just going to like squirt through some dust. (laughs) Like, But I guess the the Time Lords coming back is going to be the new time war in terms of it'll take us eight years to finally get it. Um, but I'm completely fine with it. I mean, obviously they had to fix it. Otherwise, the show couldn't continue since he, you know, regenerated into the same guy twice because he had vanity issues. <laughs> um, I, I love when he's going off to to fight or to stand off with the Daleks one last time when that kid comes in and he's like, don't worry, I've got a plan. And Chloe, he's like, I don't have a plan, but people love when I say that. Which, how, how is he able to lie with the truth field up? Uh, maybe he took it down when he lived there all those years. <laughs> maybe Damn he took Ryan. it down. <laughs> Damn I Ryan. read that somewhere and I was like, oh, there goes that. <laughs> I thought it was funny because like that worked 
just because it kind of gave that kid hope in like these last minutes when the doctor knew he was probably going to die. But also, that was pretty much Eleven's thing the whole time. There was numerous lines where he would be like, all right, I'm going to do something. He's like, what? I don't know. I'm going to do a thing. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> like, he would just kind of, you know, take it as it goes. Like, he would never really think out a plan. He would just kind of, would kind of happen. And it's one of the things I really liked about his doctor is kind of how scatterbrained he was. Like, I also always think of the scene where Rory was revealed to be alive. And, like, he's just sitting there thinking about so many things. And he's like, man, I feel like I'm missing something. And then he walks out of the room and there's a pause for a minute. And then he comes back in and just, like, pokes Rory. <laughs> I love that scene. Because <laughs> he's just got so much going on in his head all the time. And he does a great job of playing that. Um, oh, poke Rory. And <clears throat> I really liked the the scene with when he got the energy back like his facial expressions when the energy went in him and his like, embracing of it like doing the whole like guitar riff thing <laughs> and like blowing up everything with it like 10th Doctor destroyed his TARDIS that's cute I destroyed a town <laughs> um, and I also liked how uh, having him be an old man it, it really works well because Matt Smith does such a great job of playing an old man when he doesn't look like an old man and he played an even better old man when he looked like one <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was a nice touch yeah I, I was fine with the whole aging thing I, I liked it too I thought that uh, you know after that whole explosion generation thing that Capaldi was going to be at the top of the tower at first when we came back because I think if I remember right uh, after that giant explosion regeneration it went to commercial Mm. and I was thinking I looked at the clock and there was like 15 minutes left I'm like well unless the commercial is really long what if we're going to get a lot of time with Capaldi and then you know we had the fake out where and we talked about this yesterday where we thought it was a hologram where he was putting like a glamour over himself of eleven. <laughs> um, Real quick about the the regeneration. Why are why is so many people getting upset that he asked how to fly the TARDIS? Apparently, there was numerous regenerations in the past that they had some form of amnesia of yep, one sort. That's what I'm talking about. That like plenty of times. And I, I don't remember which one it was, but I watched the specific uh, the history of the Doctor thing they had a while ago where they had it. So that's a thing. I know that's my point. Like, <laughs> why is everyone getting so up in arms? Like, it's, every it's time he regenerates, line. something happens to him. One line. Uh, uh, people are ridiculous. There's still people. There's like whole paragraphs I read on some things. People still debating the fucking numbering thing when they clearly just explained it. They said the war doctor's not numbered. The number is still the same. Shut the fuck up. And they're like, but 13, 12, 14. Stop counting. Math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> like my penis. It's so annoying. I'm like, well, they going to call Capaldi one now since it's a new cycle? Yes. Ang's dead. <laughs> God damn it. Everyone be quiet. Just especially since they specifically went out of their way to explain it, and it doesn't matter. It's so stupid. The arguments people have over it. Um, just to talk a little about the uh, regeneration, this does kind of tie into some of the comments <laughs> we yeah. were seeing. But uh, I, I really enjoy just pretty much all of it. <laughs> yeah, so did uh, I. Just his, his last f- 
fi- you know, his final moments. Um, I like his whole big speech. I like because uh, my friend turned to me. He's like, "Well, that's this is kind of dragging out." I'm like, "I I enjoy it. I yeah. I like the fact that he's he's sort of seeing all of those like." pictures that the kids drew which I, I don't know if you noticed any of them but they have like you could see the Rachnos on them you could see the TARDIS they're like pictures from his past yeah um, and you know it, it's a dying old man kind of seeing the people and the things he loves in his final moments I, yeah. it's nice it's not um, and I like that and I'm going to compare this to uh, to the previous regeneration because that's what everyone seems to really love comparing it to. Yeah, I'm going to do it too. <laughs> Is 10th to 11th was such a somber, such a downbeat moment. Um, and you know what? It, it was fine. I, I'm okay I know we we make a lot of jokes about how he's he was kind of a whiny doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know it, it fit the situation, but uh, it really was it really gave you this like idea of regeneration as being you know that doctor is dying. He's you know he's he's never going to come back. He, he's gone forever. Yeah. But then we get to we get to this re- regeneration, and his his whole speech is about how. You know, people change. People yeah. just change as they get older. But you'll never stop. You'll never stop remembering when you were that specific person. You know, I'll never stop remembering when the doctor was me. Yeah, I really like um, that line. It just as a it's it's a sad moment, but it's very optimistic, and that's that's kind of why I like the whole thing in general because that's kind of it's kind of the 11th doctor as a whole it, he can have his sad moments and his serious moments but it's very optimistic and it's upbeat and it's supposed to be that way you know yeah i i love how it was played like because there was still like a, you could tell from him a twinge of sadness that having to go and say goodbye to this form but he was very accepting of it and like I, like you said, I love that whole speech about how people change, and I love that line about uh, he's a coming, and he says who the doctor, and I thought that was a really good line. Just of all the, the sort of sums up all the online arguments. Everyone's like, this is the best, this is the best, this is the best. They're like, well, they're all the doctor, and I like how he's kind of acknowledging that he's still going to be the doctor, um, and it was just so well done. And um, to compare it. Uh, two tens. I still think tens was a nice scene. I mean, the music was yeah. nicely done. It was dramatic. It was a bit sad, but I was honestly a bit sadder at this one um, because tenants. It was so weird. I think that Matt's whole special was better because he, he, you know, he had his little farewell tour where he just kind of. It kind of reminded me of Tokutimo. He saw all those people, but it was just kind of hollow. There wasn't any interaction or anything. He just kind of stared at him. He talked to Rose a bit. I don't know. It just. I didn't really do anything for me. And I you know, Rose was there. <laughs> and you know, then he just kind of walked around the thing, and you know, he said, "I don't want to go," which I honestly don't have that much issue with. A lot of people apparently hate it. I mean, all the doctors have their own personality, but like you said, it was very sad, and I like the ways Matt's played 
for all the reasons you said, I won't repeat about that too much, but I like that that whole last scene was kind of a great little like tribute and like wrap up to his whole era in a way. You know, you had the fish sticks and custard and when he took off the bow tie and uh, seeing Amy, I thought that was really good. Um, I really don't like to be one of those people that says like this person has to come back for this, but I heard a rumor that she might make a cameo a while back, and I was thinking, I almost feel like there should there had to be something because Amy was such a and Rory too was such a part of his identity, um, and you know like Rose was really important to ten and nine, but that was like over half of his run, and they were just so important to his life that I felt like there had to be something touched on that. And I thought that was kind of a really nice scene. And, you know, we got to see them both start out young and then both of them losing their hair at the end. (laughs) They're both wearing wigs (laughs) because they both went crazy after they quit and shaved their heads. (laughs) I thought that was kind of funny. But I like how it started and ended kind of in a bookend way with that. And I thought that was kind of important that she was there for that. And I thought it was just a a really nice scene and and the speech was very well done and um and a lot of people I've seen a lot of people I mentioned this on Twitter complaining about that we didn't get a slow motion face transformation but it's like the dude regenerated twice essentially I mean we essentially got like the big moment and then we kind of got this quiet moment for us to say goodbye to him and I had no problems with him just snapping because it was a whole new it was a whole new cycle well, not to mention he did men- he did say that uh, it was already you know going on. He was yeah. already undergoing the process. That was just sort of that last little push. Yeah. Um, and I like the snap. I I like the suddenness of it because it it's just like you know he he gets hit with that like little surge of pain that they they tend to to do when they are regenerating and then all of a sudden he's just pure capaldi and he's got those (laughs) crazy eyes eyes i love staring and he's so like almost touching clara yeah like i love how funny the scene was just because he snaps and when you first see his face it was almost kind of creepy and like scary and like especially for Clara because she was so emotional and like didn't want Eleven to go and she was getting ready to hold his hand and then all of a sudden there's this old man with his giant creepy eyes right up in her face and I like how it was kind of creepy for a second and then he goes my kidneys I don't like the color and he's kind of silly and I like that, that there's those sudden shifts within a matter of seconds of like surprise and then like oh this is kind of creepy and then he's kind of funny and I, I like that Um. So when we were at Target, and we went, this is taking a different turn. (laughs) We went through the checkout, and this guy was wearing a Tardis shirt. And so, of course, Cat being Cat had to go. I like your shirt. And I would never tell someone that. You think it to yourself and then walk away without making eye contact. One of my FISA memories just went off and scared the shit out of me. I feel like (laughs) awesome. Uh, and so I was like, well, did you watch it last night? And he went into this, like, long thing about how he really liked the episode and everything, and then he went on about how he didn't like Capaldi, because he got to be Scottish and Tennant didn't. Oh, my God. 
And I will, I just, just stood there. I didn't even enter the conversation. Uh, Brian just walks away. I don't know her. What's her name? Uh, Clarissa? No, I don't know her. Uh, she can explain it all. I don't know. Um, it's funny how many people I see completely, kind of like when you see pictures of Toku and someone completely reviews the series in five seconds, like review him. Like I mentioned to you guys earlier that people thought he was going to be really dark because his eyes were really serious in that brief cameo. And then there's people that I've seen both sides of it where they think that I've seen comments saying, oh, he far outclasses Matt's doctor. I'm like, yeah, that five seconds really outclassed all three years of Matt. And then there's other ones that are like, he's going to be terrible. (laughs) <laughs> oh, wrong Matt. Matt. Sorry. I mean, he does outclass that Matt. But it's like, it's so short to judge. And then there's people like, I wish I would have got more time with him. I'm like, well, this is supposed to be about the last Doctor's thing, you know? I think Matt might have gotten maybe a few more seconds than he did. It wasn't that much longer. Because um, they're always really short. I mean, I think Ten just got the one line where he said, Barcelona. <laughs> Um, and it's always just a few seconds I mean, I think 11's might have been the, the longest but it's never been more than like 30 seconds it's not supposed to be about them yeah it's, it's always supposed to be that sort of quick manic little look into the new doctor it's not really a good window into what their personality is going to be because you know they're all kind of weird when you first see them I think Matt's actually did a pretty good job though yeah giving <laughs> you a window into that but it's just still ridiculous to completely judge it because I'm really going to miss Eleven because he is my favorite and especially after that scene I thought was so well done. But I'm really looking forward to seeing what he brings to it, especially since this is my first older doctor. <laughs> it's my first older man. You'll have to pardon me. <laughs> I mean, there's obviously been it before, but this is the first one I've watched. And to see him bring something different to it. and He's, a, he's the oldest actor in quite a while. Yeah, playing it, and you know, uh, I don't really don't know much of his work uh, other than when he was in that one Fires of Pompeii episode. But a lot of people say he's very serious. But I think, at least in that few seconds, I, I proved he could could be funny. I mean, I thought he delivered that line about the kidneys pretty well. It was very doctory. He's well known for having a dirty mouth. Yeah, I've seen him in a couple of things, um, not a whole lot because. American, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I like him. I like I like the actor. I I, I really got a dirty mouth. To the series that is coming up, whenever we have no clue. <laughs> yeah, but I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. I think the amnesia thing could be interesting. Whether it's like a full on thing or whether he just doesn't know how to do certain things. Um. It's something different, at least for for me, because I haven't watched any of the older ones. Oh yeah, I know. Oh, I yeah, hope I hope he changes the TARDIS desktop. <laughs> Although I think this one kind of fits him more a little bit. Just when I saw him in there, I don't know. I just always saw Levens is that the one he had for the majority of it is just that crazy thing with bathtub knobs and toasters and random shit everywhere. Like that it was like like looking at the inside of his mind. But I do kind of hope we get a new one. <laughs> did Did anyone see that stupid theory that Tasha Lem was River? Uh, no, I did not see that. Well, that's a theory. <laughs> uh, who was River? The The, the leader of the church. Oh, <laughs> that wouldn't even made sense. 
I, I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, cause she started like this whole thing. She was the leader before that, that became the order to stop him, and they recruited River later, and dumb. Well, they didn't really recruit River, they stole her. <laughs> well, yeah, they were, <laughs> they forcefully recruited her. Um, but, yeah, that's, yeah that, that's, a, uh, that, that's a theory that many people have accepted already. Like, it was, it was instant. They're like, oh, that makes sense. What? <laughs> it reminds me of, like, people trying to find references and everything. River had her goodbye. But, but everything is a reference. <laughs> I know, right? It, it was because they, uh, they awesome. kissed. And, um, they knew each other. And then they said Lem is Mel backwards. Um, that was a reason. And, uh... <laughs> Dear Lord. He said uh, that because he said that she was fighting the psychopath all her life. And they're like, well, that's River. And so, that yeah, that was that's all I can remember off the top of my head. If they wanted to bring River back for his final episode, they would have just brought her back. Yeah. And they wouldn't do it in a way that has to be dissected by, like, three dudes. <laughs> My three sweaty nerds in their basement. The doctors kissed a lot of people. They kissed Clara in the last Christmas special. Is she River? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Fuck. I, I read some guys saying that um, time changed to make River Clara's mom. And <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. It was so stupid. Do you remember that theory back before we knew what Clara's deal was where someone said that bad wolf created her because like there was a thing called like the rose tavern and like she was holding a rose at one point and like the car that ran over rose's dad drove by at one point <laughs> like <laughs> like that like those were like the evidence and like i was i didn't think oh it was true i was like god i hope that's not true the, apparently i don't know whether it was an intentional little nod or it's just because they have minimal filming locations but the building that clara's family lived in is Rose's old apartment building. Yeah, I noticed that too. Uh, so that honestly could have just been because the repeating filming location. I mean, how many times have we seen that little silhouetted red guy in Power Rangers in the background in those same five locations in Toku? The steps and that one hill. The stadium, uh, that one stage. <laughs> uh, the quarry. The same warehouse. <laughs> um, but it's just. It's funny when people latch on to random stuff like that. I mean, though any of those random things uh, could have been. There was a bunch of little Easter eggs in last season from all the seasons, I guess. And any of those, some of them probably weren't even related. I mean, roses exist outside of Rose Tyler. Um, no, they don't. But stuff like the car, I think it's had like the same license plate, could have just been one of the numerous Easter eggs they put in it. I don't think it was going to be like, everyone is Rose-related. She wasn't even Rose in the special. That's how much they cared <laughs> about bringing Rose back. They just wanted her face there to give Keith Justice a massive boner. Good old bad wolf boner. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, get some bad wolf condoms. It's too much. It doesn't sound That's dashy. <laughs> Sounds itchy. Well, it is Rose. I mean, she probably has the herbs. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, hey guys, have you heard of this hip new disease that's been going around? It's called the herb. Something I didn't notice till I rewatched it. Uh, after he regenerated, there was like uh, the sort of score in the background that uh, I was wondering if it might be hit, uh, the Twelfth Doctor's theme. Because like if when ten generated into eleven, you kind of heard a bit of. I am the doctor that would be used for Eleven's theme whenever something awesome would happen. And I kind of dug it. If you go back and watch it, you can hear the music. It kind of almost sounds piratey. Uh, but I really dug it. And oh, go kind of confirmed. I'm going to kind of miss because I really liked the score they had starting in Series 5. It was really epic and uh, kind of gave the music more of an identity than I noticed in any of the previous series. But I kind of like the idea of him maybe getting his own little theme. I dug what I heard if that's... If, gonna actually be used man that was amazing Dawson I'm so bored I now want to kill myself well you don't know what we're talking about just go to sleep (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that's right yeah I enjoyed it and I'll I'll miss 11 he was fun bow ties are cool your mom in dead. Okay, so now it's time for the tweeter tweeter questions of the week. Yeah, that was like a quick snap. We're just like, and Matt's gone, and now it's time for <laughs> Peter Capaldi. Just snapped into it. I just stare angrily at things. <laughs> Kidneys, I don't like the color. Okay, let's do it. And still not ginger. Um, I'll, I'll start questions oh. when I find one. Okay, Brian's looking through um, a pile. Well, that's not fair at all. Yeah. Oh, that is the first question. Okay. So, Andrew Booth 16 says, Oh, no. <laughs> Describe MPR season one in one word. Only aerosol may use shit. Terrible. Tommy! <laughs> Um, ay 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 ay. Is that one word? It is now. Hyphenated. So. <laughs> Boom, Brian. <laughs> Shukied. I know the Shukin Shinobi. Do you? No. I do too. He's a fucking douchebag. I guess Harrison can't answer because he automatically has to use shit. Like he says, "May you use shit." Use it. You don't have to. Yeah. Um. Defecation. <laughs> <laughs> Classy. Uh, uh, X asks, "Have you ever been criticized for collecting toys at your age?" Yep. Every day. Yeah. I guess. YouTube comments. You know when I was at when I was oh, at. Yeah, uh, that happens. You know when I was at. I, I <laughs> Damn it! Sorry. You just keep no. cutting out. Uh. Well, is it is it still cutting out? No, it's fine. No, no, no. Right. Not that we mentioned it. They, uh, I had brought my legendary morpher with me and my two keys because I wanted to put it in my pocket, take it with me, and I do things like that. So I was getting ready to leave and go home and not have to deal with bullshit. And they were like, "So, Kevin, what did Santa Claus bring you? Uh, what kind of toys did you get?" I'm like, "You know, well, actually, I was gonna say, oh, I got DVDs and shit, but they're like, what kind of toys did you get?" I'm like, "You know what? Now you mentioned it, motherfuckers." <laughs> uh, I was like, I got this nifty little thing here. 
And then they look at me like I was fucking retarded. They're like, what is that? <laughs> and then they show them. And then Kaylee, I'm like, Kaylee, Kaylee, show them how it works. So Kaylee came over and she was showing them how the fucking morpher works. And uh, my cousin's like, oh, man, I think one of those little five-year-olds I babysit has that. In fact, I'm pretty sure he does. I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, fuck you. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, really, people? This is this is how we're doing this? Like, yeah, I get that shit all the time. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Fuck y'all. Do you know who I know? I know the Shukwin Shinobi. I know, I know the Shukwin Shinobi. And... <laughs> and then they killed him. For his insolence. <laughs> and I have my own pet spray can. Um, it doesn't happen to me all that often. It, it happens in YouTube comments. Like you'll get my that. Family's a bunch of fucks. That, that so. random troll that just finds your video on accident, is like, "Oh, you click toys, you're a dick." I'm like, okay. Um, it, it's never happened at a store. Um, or with anyone I know, really, because everyone I know knows how much money I make off this, so they don't really criticize it. Yeah. Um. But, so yeah, it doesn't really happen to me all too often outside of trolls. Yeah, I mean, I haven't gotten any in-person ones, just the, the online trolls and people getting angry at me for having arm hair. I got a comment like yesterday that said, shave your fucking uh, monkey arm hair. I'm like, you know how gay I would feel if I shaved my arms? I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, it's not even insulting, but like that would just be weird for me. I, um, when I was in college in my freshman year, uh, we had a dude on our floor who shaved his body uh-huh. a lot um, and you know it was a community bathroom so he was always in there <laughs> he was just checking out my, my roommate and I walked by once and we're like do you think he shaved his butt <laughs> and my roommate's like ah oh, that's at least a three man job <laughs> I like his voice <laughs> Well, that's the voice he used for it. Okay, uh, he sounds like a fun person to talk to, just to hear him speak like that. <laughs> I feel like he's the type of person that calls everyone a wise guy. Yeah, you're a wise guy, say. Eh? Also, I fucked Brian's mother. Okay. These poor moms. <laughs> <laughs> well, they shouldn't be whores. Fair enough. Um, Alright, so Kiefer says Before I get on with the questioning i like to wish you guys a very Merry Christmas That, that goes Sleep. to <laughs> That goes to Shuki Claus, Dawson Reindeer, Jinglemon 2005 And Coca-Cola Polar Bearsall <laughs> I hope you guys have a great holiday Oh, especially fuck you <laughs> Nice Anyway, on with the show With 2013 coming to a swift end After lasting about 3 minutes What are you guys most looking forward to in 2014? Shows, movies, games, anything Just go crazy Brian went crazy Am I looking forward to not buying Sentai toys? That's the thing Peter Capaldi Uh Getting to bang aerosol in person. Uh, <laughs> I guess I can scratch him off the trip list. Now he's not coming. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to a lot of the movies next summer. Amazing Spider-Man 2, um, Captain America 2. Yeah, definitely. X-Men. There's, yeah, there's X-Men a lot of stuff kind of coming out all in the same month. Yeah. In terms of movies. 
I'm looking forward to E3 as usual. See what happens next year. I'm looking forward to Pokemon Z eventually. That'll be coming soon. Or no, you know what'll be coming next? Home remakes Gen 3. Oh my god, confirmed! Oh, confirmed. God, that sh- I looked at some of that shit today. That was fucking hilarious. Catching on my Twitter feed, somebody had a, a thing that I wanted to see. had a bunch of Hoenn confirmed. I was fucking dying laughing. Unfortunately, no one else was else was at work. I was dying laughing. Like, that shit was fucking hilarious. Hashtag Hoenn confirmed. <laughs> they had these really dumb uh, sketches during the VGAs one, you know, classic winger. But uh, they were like dumb sketches. It kind of reminded me of like really lesser versions of the X-Play ones. But there was this really funny one where... Uh, this guy had like a dry erase board and he had like all these crazy drawings and I don't even remember exactly what he said but he just kept saying all these unrelated things and then he pointed towards a 3 and he goes Half-Life 3 confirmed (laughs) and I just thought it was really funny because that's so true what people do looking forward to more Toku fandom nonsense that we can make fun of nonsense I'm looking forward to Casey coming back and Super Mega Force yeah yeah looking forward to him banging Sierra Hana on screen <laughs> uh, I I'm looking forward to everything you guys said. <laughs> also, more JDF shenaniganery. That'll be fun. I'm morphin' life. <laughs> Fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, do, why does the son of a bitch have a reality show? Like for real. I'm looking forward to seeing how many spelling errors HJU makes. Jason <laughs> David Fank. <laughs> like, I can't even spell Frank. Not even hard. <laughs> like I can get messing up Tokyo. Or uh, cure user because I've done that a couple times, even like when I had to correct it myself. But Frank, it's <laughs> just a dude's name. <laughs> oh, I meant to mention this a long time ago, but there was a really funny typo. It was on Keith Justice's Facebook page, and I'm lucky I caught it because I was on there and he fixed it. But he went, he meant to type "can't get the song out of my head," and he typed "can't get the song out of my head." <laughs> I was like, you you were one letter away from making that awful. <laughs> great. Uh, we know what's in your head, Keith. We know. <laughs> I seen it. Was, I I seen it on Twitter. I can't get this long out of my head. Yeah, because it'll stay on Twitter. I think he ended up deleting it off Twitter. I don't know, but because he fixed it like within a few seconds. Because I was scrolling down, I saw it, and then I uh, I was continued scrolling down, and then when I went back there a few minutes later, it was gone. He fixed it, but it was just, like so many typos. I'm looking forward to catching up on the RR podcast. I'm all the way up to June now. I'm in season four. Oh, exciting. I know. I love all the cool album arts. It's pretty... looking forward to Community six seasons. I'm, I'm... Pop, pop. Sorry. <laughs> pop, pop. <laughs> your mom's fucking not alone. I look forward to your mom jokes. Oh lord. Okay. <laughs> um. Koksaka. Okay, so, um, Kevin Phantom Thong asked, what is the best and worst moment of 2015? Two- wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> we are so in the future, you best have no moment. fucking idea. <laughs> worst moment? Uh, 
Brian not being gay? Uh, 2013, that's bad. <laughs> Best moment of 2015 was an aerosol finally snapped and beat us all up. <laughs> With his robotic arm. I don't know why he has a robotic arm, but I'm giving him one. Oh, <laughs> um, So we'll... We'll kind of add that to our thing next week. I have a so thing. our best of, so... Kevin uh, talked over Aerosol for the final time. <laughs> he snapped. <laughs> God damn it, Kevin. Punches Dawson in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrong guy. Oh, well, he made fun of me for taking notes that time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. So we'll answer your question next week. Uh, forgets. <laughs> Remember when Ke- there were several times Kiefer asked us a really hard question, and we're like, "We'll answer that at the beginning when we record tomorrow." Never did. Yeah, no. Sorry, Keeps. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. Uh, so uh, Corey Gong says, Gong. So, <laughs> "So, what do you think are the chances of us getting a movie called Common Rider Showa into retirement?" Never. Never. As long as they can. As long as money, they will. So long as nobody goes into the studio and sets the suits on fire, they're going to keep using them. <laughs> if they put them in retirement, they can't use them anymore. But they want to make money because they're greedy fucking bastards. Actually, in 2015, the best moment was when they finally retired and when somebody knocked themselves in the face with their giant cleavage thing. <laughs> and they ended up in a coma, so they finally had to retire them. Seriously, when they run... <laughs> Like, it's embarrassing. Like it's fucking Pam Anderson Baywatch up in this bitch. <laughs> it's worse. It puts her to shame. You're right. It's David Hasselhoff and Baywatch up in there this you shit. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Throw um, Germans love him. <laughs> so Ch- Charles Chong says in episode one, we saw Ryugen with Zangetsu. No, episode one had uh, little kid Anakin. God, you're so stupid. (laughs) You really wanted Turbo Man. You're so stupid. Uh, How do you think they will move Ryugen from Gaim's side to Zangetsu's side? Probably Easy, they won't. Um, Yeah. Didn't they mention quite a while back that that was more of a potential future as opposed to what is actually going to happen? I mean, because we know Zangetsu is going to become Zangetsu Shin and use the melon energy arms. So... Well, they couldn't give that away episode one. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you know, and even if it does happen in some form, even for a bit, it's not like it's a huge stretch. I mean, it's his brother. It's not like yeah. it's some guy he just met. I mean, if he finds out and gets involved in... Zangetsu's business or whatever. I mean, it's not like that. It's not like it's Bravo there. just sitting there on the cliff dry humping him. <laughs> <laughs> but that could be a potential feature as well. <laughs> I'm more curious where they got the horses and why they need them for this. <laughs> I like how Gaim had a horse and Baron had the motorcycle. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay. This is going to end well. Didn't someone have the melon arms? Or am I thinking of something else? I thought there was mech suit somewhere. Oh, the the watermelon? Yeah. Uh, yeah, happened. one side did. I think it might have been Gaim. I don't remember. I'd have to look it up again. Philip, I do look-ups. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do look-ups. 
Adam wants S. Who is your favorite X man? X Jubilee man. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Dawson's is Gambit. Yeah. That's because he's the Cajun. You gotta love the Cajuns. Raging Cajun. Um, That's a college mascot out here. Nightcrawler because he can teleport? I really want to fucking teleport, man. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, who's my favorite X-Men? Um, Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stark. <laughs> uh, I've or like been, Tony Stark. I've been playing um, that Marvel puzzle quest or whatever it's called lately. So I feel like any answer I have is really biased towards whatever person helps me the most in that game, <laughs> which at the moment is Storm, because she is completely broken in that game, and it's awesome. But uh, I don't know. I and do actually Catwoman. really like Nightcrawler, uh, when Bri- the Brian just mentioned. Um, I, I don't know a huge amount about X-Men, to be completely honest. Uh, I actually don't own any X-Men comics. I like Iceman a lot. He was an Animorph. And, and he was uh, voiced by Ben in Wolverine and the X-Men. And then Colossus, because he was in Twilight. And uh, he was able to cover his body in metal plates. I always thought that was a cool ability. I don't know why. And he's Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Russian accents are fun. You get to say comrade a lot. <laughs> Radio. <laughs> oh, shit, I just deleted the goddamn question. <laughs> well, at least, but at least the universe isn't in peril anymore. <laughs> there we go, okay. Um, with the realistic MMPR movie... Or this is from Tigre. Tigre. Um, That's helpful to know. With the realistic MMPR movie coming out sometime soon, do you really think Toku can exist in the real world? My opinion is no. I don't know if it will be accepted by any government. I think if it did, they wouldn't call it Toku. <laughs> Just like the whole Doctor Who is Toku, you know, much of my favorite um, wait, wait, Survivor Man Toku. I don't think I understand the question. If, if somehow Who. this shit actually existed, would it be accepted? Uh, no, because if you were to fight Toku style in real life, you'd get killed in ten seconds. <laughs> you go out the name of your weapon before you even get it, you'd get shot. Give it to soldiers. AK-40! <laughs> <laughs> they have to do a roll call. It'd be really annoying. <laughs> like, your opponent either kills you or just walks away, or both. <laughs> I thought there was a documentary about this. Wasn't it called Pacific Rim? Charles gave a big speech. <laughs> Keith Justice fapped over it. They blew the aliens up. They just dropped a bomb down on them. And they were like, oh, Toku. We got Tokusatsu. <laughs> they forgot they had a sword that was like really powerful for like three-fourths of the movie. Oh, yeah, I could have stopped my brother from dying if I remembered the sword. Oh, well, he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Did they just get the, the dragon back balls. then? I don't know, but it just like they were about to lose, and then he, and then the little Asian bitch is like, "Hey, look, we got the sword," and they just cut it in fucking half. <laughs> Have you seen the honest trailer for that? Yeah, you know it's it's pretty funny because it's pretty accurate. Like things your nine year old love, like colors, a doggy, pew pew pew. <laughs> but um, 
I watched that like a while before I saw the movie, and so they showed that part where they said starring, and it was like, whoa, when the the thing's wings opened. I forgot about that, and I was still surprised when it happened in the movie. <laughs> like when that thing was just there, and all of a sudden had giant wings. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny. Brilliant. Pew pew pew. Uh, and TDA winner asks, if Pokemon were real, what Pokemon would you like to eat? I like to eat? <laughs> Bill what? Tank, because steak is amazing. <laughs> Brian's already planned this. Is there a your Ice mom Pokemon? Because I would totally eat your mom's mom. Cotton candy Jinx? one? Oh, God. <laughs> Kevin's answer is Jinx. Oh, yes, I will eat Jinx. Maybe Boofalon? Yeah, it could be good. Maybe make a execute omelet. <laughs> uh, let's see. What would I like to eat? Uh, Lollipop. Blazik. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> God damn it, Kevin! Stopping China. Uh, I was gonna say, what is this Korea? But <laughs> close enough. Hey, you're North Korean seamstress. <laughs> I just saw that on Twitter. From community, he was teaching Jeff to fight, and he punched him, and it wasn't a very hard punch. And Pierce just goes, "What are you, a North Korean seamstress?" And Jeff's like, "I don't know. Is that an insult?" <laughs> uh, uh, classic. I had to find the cutest Pokemon thing I could think of. <laughs> no. Dene uh, is adorable. Shut the fuck up. Dene is the cutest Pokemon. It's just proven. It squeaks when you pet it. <laughs> it goes. <laughs> <laughs> a, and it smiles. Really. Yeah, it's adorable. I could like to eat Pikachu because he's mascot. Uh, Do we have a turkey Pokemon yet? No. 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 I really Seven. want a turkey Pokemon thing. Seven that been, plus Pokemon and no turkey? That'd have been good for the whole Unova thing based on America. Kevin, don't burst out in the song, please. <laughs> we, we don't have time for an auto tune rap number right now. <laughs> <laughs> Articuno Jinx, Nidorina Beedrill, Hunter, Squirtle, Chansey, Pokemon. <laughs> I didn't know I could cause that. I told him to do it and then it happened. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, this many Pokemon, we don't even have a goddamn tiger Pokemon that's like legit. Like Wrath has a Pokemon? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. I want to catch Raph. 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 Torkoal. Yeah, anyway. Uh, is, 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 I wish they'd make a turtle Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> they need to make a chicken. Wait. <laughs> Blazer Girl. They need to make another buffalo. <laughs> They need three buffaloes. They need to make another heart-shaped fish. <laughs> I eat that bastard. I want to eat love. <laughs> I erase uh, it from the world. Anyway, that's it. I, I just want to mention... Answer? I just want to mention that I'm actually looking at the Twitter questions, and Jeff submitted a question that just says "Merry Christmas." <laughs> you didn't need to put a question for that. Podcast question. <laughs> Merry Christmas. 
yes, sorry. it is indeed uh, Christmas. <laughs> I found that amusing. <laughs> so, is, that, is that it for Twitter? Or is that... Yeah, that's it. Oh. Now it's time so for... Now it's time for the, the non-MP3 version of Final Thingies! Have a thingy and it's not final. Totally. Totes. So answer the question, Facebook question that I'll put up soonish, and it'll be about of the year thingies. We're doing our little of the year special next week since there's no superhero time, and we were going to do it anyway, but it just worked out. I like balls. <laughs>